Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. We are here for Arizona homeowners from Santa Cruz County in Nogales, Pima County, the old Pueblo, Pinal County, Casa Grande, Maricopa County, the greater Phoenix metro area. We are here to use our building and remodeling experience to answer any questions you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. We're on for another hour. We're welcoming your phone calls at one 767 4348. You can give us a ring. Let us put our experience to work for you. We covered most of the last hour of tips for buying that first new home. What a great, exciting adventure. The first step up that ladder of American success. The whole hour was dedicated to helping you with a couple tips and advice that you can only get from Rosie on the House in navigating that purchase. We're going to talk a little bit about landscaping trends, and I also want to talk, and I want to give you some warnings here coming up, but we're a call-in talk show, and Miss Jackie called in last hour. We weren't able to get to her before we ran out of time last hour. Let's reward her patience by bringing her on air now and seeing if we can't help her out. Good morning, Miss Jackie. Good morning. How are you? Fine. What are you up to today? Well, um, I have a little problem. I'm not sure which which route to go. I woke. Uh, I yesterday I went out and I have a water heater that's in the garage. Okay. And I noticed that there was a very small puddle of water under it. Okay. So I dried it out. I felt all around it. I could not feel where the water was coming from. There was not an obvious leaking point. So I checked it this morning and it was still dry. I turned on faucets and showered. I went out and checked an hour ago or if not less, and it's still dry. So um, I called a plumber and they said that it's not an emergency and there's no active leak. So they wanted to schedule me. They wanted me to wait to see if it, we left it that I would wait to see if it puddles again and then call them for, excuse me, for an appointment. And I don't know if that's the route I want to go or what I should do. Because there is no active leak at this time. How old is the water heater? Um, I believe we installed it in 2002. Okay. You are reaching the end of the economic life of that water heater. Uh, Getting 20 years out of a water heater in Arizona is good. That's really good. Um, Do you have a water softener on your house? No, we do not. We did not okay. have one installed. Right. Now, has this water heater, Miss Jackie, did y'all did y'all ever maintain it? Did a plumber ever come out and flush it, replace the anode rods, replace any no. heating elements? It it's <laughs> it's just been happily giving you hot water for twenty years and you just It has been. Okay. And it rumbles and crumbles when <laughs> it's I can hear the turning, you know. <laughs> Is it gas or electric? It's gas. Yeah. Okay. Well, given it is no active leak, given it's 20 years old, given it is a gas water heater, um, I, I would tell you that if you've got a trusted plumber 
go ahead and get on their schedule. If you don't yet have a trusted plumber to work at your home, we have several on our website, rosellnouse.com, that service uh, your part of town. Uh, and I'd, I'd have somebody come out and take a look at it. At the very least, consider having it. So, well, you know, no, at 20 years old, I don't think I'd even service it. Just uh, have it replaced at this point? or do, I mean, I, do I wait until it becomes really active? You, or am I really given, pushing it by doing that? Well, it, 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 it depends on you. <laughs> the fact that it is in the garage helps a lot. Because should she... Should she bust loose, you're not going to be leaking inside the house. The garage floor is sloped away from the house, and the water will drain out where the overhead garage door is. So, uh, you know, if you're a risk taker, you could you could watch it. I mean, when you say you saw a puddle of water down there, I mean, was it like a half a cup or a cup or what kind of quantity were we talking? Um, it's hard to tell, but I would say it was no more than – I would say about not even half a cup. I would say about a, a quarter of a cup, maybe. It was not very big at all. Okay. Well, at this point, Miss Jackie, you could certainly ride it out, let it uh, use it until it dies, uh, start saving your pennies now. Um, it's a it's a forty gallon, I would guess. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you give me an estimate? I mean, I know it's not it's in stone, but what am I looking at cost-wise? Well, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised um, in a gas 20-year-old unit if we didn't have to do some modifications to the vent. We'd have to double-check to make sure it's got enough fresh air supply. Um, that is it, in a, is it in a closet in the garage or is it in an open no. area? Okay, good. Okay, that's good. So we would just need to check the exhaust vent. Uh, check the the supply flex lines. Uh, do you have a circulating pump on it at all? I don't even know what that is. Okay, all right. Um, it, it's not going to surprise me if you're spending something close to two thousand dollars for a new forty gallon gas water heater installed. Okay, so let me ask you this: the forty gallon was installed because there were three people in the house. If we're down to one person in the house. How many gallons would you suggest? You're not going to save enough money to go to a smaller one to make it worthwhile. Um, okay. And it would only hurt in the in the future should you ever want to sell the house to have a, a a little fifteen or twenty gallon heater out there. Go ahead and replace it with a forty gallon. Well, uh, I live single in my house and I have a forty gallon. It's great. Okay. It's yeah. Plenty of water. Okay. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's more than enough water. She was just wondering if it was too much. So. I would stay with the 40-gallon, Miss Jackie. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate your advice. All right. Well, good luck. And like I say, um, at 20 years old, it, it would probably be worth getting one or two plumbers out there. Take a look at it. Uh, and and uh, like I said, I'd, I'd be scared to service it if it hasn't been serviced. <laughs> but uh, have them take a look at it and do an assessment of what they think, actually putting their eye of experience right on the actual a couple of weeks ago, my water heater started leaking at the relief valve. Yeah. And it just did it by itself. That's why when I mentioned. Interesting. Uh, yeah. It just opened by itself. And I noticed it when I was taking a shower and the water wasn't as hot. So when I opened up the cabinet inside, I saw there was water on the floor and caught it early. Oh, boy. Goes back to the 16-gallon shop back at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I tightened it up. 
and I flushed and filled it myself. And I asked Bruce at Rosie yeah. Wright Remodeling, I said, do water heater relief valves, they just open up by themselves? And he said, sometimes. In the, in the cold weather. Yeah. So a little anyway. gat, a little gasket can kind of, can kind of, it can do that. It okay. certainly can. How old is your water here? Uh, it's not even a uh, year and four months. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'd feel fine tightening that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be scared to tighten one that's 20 years old. You know, one of the things I wanted to give kind of a consumer warning on right now is those of you that are APS customers, you, uh, you've seen in the headlines of the newspapers that uh, customers are going to see increases in their monthly bills. Uh, and those of you that are APS customers, I would dare to say that the great majority of you have, since you've seen that headline, are starting to receive increased junk mail about what kind of specials people are running on new air conditioning equipment and or solar systems. And they're using this price increase from APS APS as kind of a scare tactic to motivate you to start shopping for equipment you may not need that may not help you save money at all. So I've got uh, I I've, I've got six right here that I've received at my own home. Um, one is a uh, you know they're going to pay me cash to take the old heating and cooling system off my house. Now how how can you go wrong with that? Right? <laughs> Be careful. I, I've never even heard the name of this company. I've never even seen them operating in town. But they're willing to pay me cash if I'll invite them to the house to give them a uh, give me a quote on a new air conditioning unit. And then the solar industry is advertising like crazy right now. And I want you all to stay tuned because, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, we have consumer guides uh, for, for for homeowners on how to shop air conditioning contractors, how to shop roofers, how to shop painters, what are the right questions to ask, how to shop remodeling contractors, what are the trick questions, what are the, what are the secret investigative techniques that you can get to the, the bottom of something and really find out who it is you're, you're dealing with right there at the house. We're in the midst of writing a consumer guide for solar panels. And if you were considering, if you are considering investing in solar equipment, I would beg you to wait a couple weeks because we will be publishing this and it is going to be kind of an expose on all the things the solar industry does to manipulate data, uh, trick you into believing uh, that it's a better investment than it really is. I am for solar. I'm not against solar. But I think a lot of the salespeople that are in the solar industry are doing the homeowners a huge misservice. And these salespeople can be getting considerable bonuses. And they often are the ones dictating the price you're going to pay, not the company that's going to install the work. So if you're currently thinking about buying solar, wait just a couple weeks and we will be releasing a consumer guide. The questions, the trick questions you can ask to find out if this person really 
did the due diligence to design the best system for you, your family, and your home. All right, more when we get back. And the lines are open. We have a couple open lines if you want to get in. one 767 Rosie on the house. Broadcasting from Nogales all the way up through Pima and Pinal County, Maricopa County, reaching into Yavapai and Coconino County, covering the state of Arizona with information about your Arizona home, generally speaking. We did get a call a couple weeks ago. The guy had a question about his home in Vermont. I'm still stumped on that one. And every time he and I try and call each other, we miss each other. Mark, I'm still trying. I'm still trying. I really am. But uh, I grew up pretty much here in Arizona, moved here when I was 10 years old back in 1966, and uh, born and raised in South Louisiana, but pretty much grew up right here in the Valley of the Sun. Arizona was a great place when we moved here in the 60s with only about a million and a half people. It was like moving out in the middle of the country. But welcome to all of you who have joined us here in Arizona since then. You've moved to a great state, but home ownership here is different than almost any other place you could have come from. Let's see. Jennifer is in there busy on the phones. Let's see if we can go to a few callers who have reached in. Let's see if we can go to Paul first. See how we can help Mr. Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. What are you up to today? Well, we're going to Costco right now. I have a question about my front door. It's uh, It's got a uh, glass panel in the middle of it, probably about eight inches across and probably three or four feet long. And when the sun hits it in the afternoon, it snaps, crackles, and pops unbelievably. I mean, for four, for four or five hours. Oh, my goodness. Is 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 uh, is this a new door, a new problem, or have you been living no, with it? No, the the home's ten years old, but it's we've lived here. Well, we're going on four years, and it's done it since we've lived here. Oh my goodness! Um, well, I'm. Uh, is there any kind of a shade balance that can be dropped down uh, in when that sun's hitting no, it the hardest? Not, not really. We're in a. HOA, a gated community, and it's in the front of the house. And and Paul, can you? So they t- don't allow that. They okay. don't allow that. Okay. And Paul, can you tell? Is it a wood door or is it a fiberglass door? Um. Uh, well, it's it's kind of it, it's wood, I guess. Okay. You know, it's not it's not solid wood. <laughs> Does it happen year round? I'm curious. Have a what? Does it happen the whole year or just at this point? Well, we're only we're only here for six months, but oh. um, it, it happens as soon as that sun gets around and hits that front door. Um, more when it's warmer, obviously, but I mean it's been doing it pretty bad for two months. And no visible crack in the glass at all. There's no crack. All right, so we're, we're no. You can actually kind of you can kind of kind of push on it where 
you know, the seal go goes around the glass. Yeah. And it, it kind of makes a little pop in there. Um. Anyway, I'm I just wondering if you have any. No, Paul. Um. Uh, what I would do is I w- I would drape the door in some kind of shade cloth uh, for an afternoon and just see if taking the direct sun off of it would stop it. And, you know, the HOA is going to let you get away with that for an afternoon. Um, And then I would proceed from there. But the fact that it's been doing it for four years and it's a constant problem, uh, I I don't know what to tell you other than get a glass shop out there and make sure that it's properly glazed in place and it's not – cut too big maybe the glass needs to be cut a little bit smaller put on rubber spacers uh and then glaze back in place um if if you want to consider that we've got a partner up on cave creek road abc glass they could come out and take a look at it but i i think i'd try shading it first and just see if taking it out of the direct sunlight would stop it and then i would start addressing it from there the other thing i would do probably if i was you is I would literally just stand right next to the door, even to the point of using a mechanic stethoscope and applying it to the door and seeing if you can isolate. Is it the bottom of the glass panel rubbing against the door? Uh, my guess, my guess is you could relieve the pressure by removing that glass panel, trimming it down an eighth or three sixteenths of an inch, glazing it back in place, and keeping it on little rubber spacers between the glass and the wood itself. But I, I will admit to you, Paul, right now, that's simply a guess, but I hope it can help. So we've got uh, Ed also calling, and we've got Joan calling. Let me, without Romy here, kind of moderating my time frame, I don't think I have time to take another call. Uh, we will get to Ed, who wants to talk solar scams. <laughs> I asked him if he wanted you to get on his, on your soapbox, and he said yes. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, go to, the, uh, go to the closet and get my soapbox out. I'll get out and do that. And then Joan calling from Sun City with a question about a, a painting, uh, uh, a painting question. We'll get to those. So Ed and Joan, y'all hang on. Uh, I hate getting on that solar uh, soapbox again. Because uh, it pretty much consumes like the first Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of every week, <laughs> fending off phone calls. But uh, we got to do it. We owe the Arizona homeowner uh, that, that we have the responsibility to give them the right information. And that's what we do here at Rosie on the House. I think we have some tickets to give away. I believe you're correct. We're, how about uh, going to the Arizona Renaissance Festival? All right. I have four sets of two Yay. tickets. All right. We have a couple weeks left to use them, so we want to get them out the door today. So well, I'm, he, I'm, I'm kind of busy in here, so y'all decide how y'all going to do it. I, <laughs> I got the question. Okay, you here can. Here we go. All right. The question is, what is the largest Renaissance festival, not only in the United States, but in the world? What is the largest Renaissance festival in the U.S. and also the world? Is the question, where is it held or the... Uh, well, we could we could say yeah. Where is it? Yeah, okay. where is it held? Um, and all you have to do is text your answer to four one one nine two three, and yeah. we'll pick a random winner out of all the correct. A answers. random four winners. Random. Oh, yeah. Ooh, being generous there, Jennifer. I know. Uh-huh. I want them to have time to go out and enjoy it. It is so beautiful. You oh. can't go wrong. Yeah. And so once again, the largest Renaissance festival in the world and the United States. 
is held, is held where? where? Text your answer to 411-923. And Jennifer, uh, somehow, in all of her wisdom, will pick four winners. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they'll each get uh, two sets of tickets, right? Yeah. Very good. All right. Let's see if we can get back to the phones. Ed wanted me to get on a soapbox. Ed, I'm going to ask you to hold real quick. Let me see if I can take Joan so she doesn't have to sit through the uh, soapbox speech. Uh, Joan in Sun City, how are you, dear? Well, I'm fine. It's an honor to talk to you. Well, it's an it's an honor that you would uh, consider that. I'm I'm just a ta- I'm just a talking carpenter. That's all I am. And and well, some of my carpenter was- buddies would even question that. <laughs> Oh, I look all the time. I've learned so much. Okay. So I have an interesting dilemma. I just want your advice on something. My um, 85-year-old mom in the Sun City area had a knock on the door a couple of days ago saying, I'm a roofer and a painter, and I'll do your house. And she didn't tell anybody. And I assumed immediately it was a traveler. But um, I found his name, and he does have an ROC number. But he immediately... Um, had her sign a, a piece of paper, a handwritten note for $3,400 for a 1,000-square-foot home, and he started to power wash. It made a huge mess, and I don't want to go with him. I think that he's not legitimate, and now he's saying he wants to be paid for at least the power washing and that she signed a contract. What would be a fair price for a about a 10- to 15-minute power wash on a house? <laughs> I, I would think two hundred dollars would be generous. All right, that is good to know. I got I think that there's a state law that says if you have a, a vulnerable adult and you have them sign things, that that there's some kind of protection. I got to figure this out. Okay, this that is you answered. here. I'll figure it out for you here, Joan. It's real easy. When I'm a remodeling contractor and I'm signing a contract with your mom in her house. I have to have I have to give her a notice that she can rescind the contract in 72 hours. So, it's a right to rescind and if he never presented her with a right to rescind, there is no binding contract in existence and he needs to go knock on some other doors. And uh, tell it your mom probably already knows it, but he probably was a nice guy. If anyone knocks on your door for unsolicited services, your your red alarm signals just need to explode inside your head. Um, I, I, I imagine there are some honest door-to-door people, but I haven't met very many of them yet. So, Joan, give the guy a couple hundred bucks telling me, you know, your contract wasn't even ever legal. Uh, go away. And then uh, if the house truly does need to be painting, painted, then we've got a couple painters at Rosie on the House, Adobe Painting out in Litchfield, and we've got the Arizona Paint Company servicing the whole state. So we appreciate the call. It was an honor for you to call me. Let's see if we can go to Ed, and I'll get on the solar soapbox, depending on what the question is. Good morning, Ed. Good morning. Go ahead. Okay, well, I have thought about solar on my house, but it's not practical for me okay. because I uh, am living off Social Security, Okay. so I don't have a tax credit. Okay. But Arizona Public Service is my electric company, All right. and they sent a notice out to me that said that they would put in free solar if we qualified, which we do. 
supposedly their program is a 20-year free solar. They own it. I do not own it. And any time if we decided to sell the house, they would remove it with a 90-day notice for free. And the only thing is it's energy for them, not for me, but they would give me a $49.99, I guess, credit on my electric bill. Is that legitimate? Have you heard of that? It is legitimate. APS basically wants to rent the real estate on top of your roof to put solar panels to feed their grid. It is a legitimate program. It was initiated, I want to say it came to my attention maybe six or seven years ago. Um, I, I have a hard time coming up with a good reason to give a utility company a reason to rent my roof. Um, but I know there are homeowners that have done it. Um, how, what, what's the condition of your roof, Ed? How old is your roof? Well, the home is about 44 years old. Mm-hmm. I've had, it's uh, one of those uh, cement tile roofs. Yeah, okay. And I've had several sections repaired or replaced from okay. leaks. Okay. Never done a complete roof. Okay. The last section I did was uh, they replaced about five. I had a swamp cooler up there with an air conditioner, and they replaced about five sheets of plywood and did most of a whole section. So I would think that the roof is in pretty good shape, except some areas of it is older. Yeah. Uh, And they guarantee that if the roof leaks, they'll fix it. Yeah. It's... You're dealing with APS. Uh, I, I, I know there's a lot of people that just don't like any utility company. They just think they're all crooks. I think APS does a great job for the Arizona homeowners. I really do. I think SRP does a great job for the Arizona homeowners. Uh, you're entering a lease agreement with APS that's regulated by the Arizona Corporation Commission. The Arizona Corporation Commission has approved this program. It has been in place, to my knowledge, at least five years. Um, I I don't know how you would do it, but I, I would ask for the names. I'd like to talk to people who have actually done it. As a matter of fact, I'll reach out there to my Arizona listeners right now. If you have ever signed this lease agreement with APS, we would love to hear from you now so we could get some information as to how that's worked out for you and we could give Ed uh, some updated information because I have not talked to one homeowner who has entered that program even though I was vaguely aware it was being made available. So I hope that answers your question, Ed. Um, you, what, what scares me is you've got a 40-year-old tile roof. That's the end of its economic life. And it's been fixed in pieces and parts. Um, your your underlayment under that tile is fragile. Uh, and then I would really want to read the small print as to what APS is saying, that if when they put the panels up there, the roof leaks, they're going to replace the roof. I'd, I'd want to read that small print with a magnifying glass really slow and really close. Okay? Hey, I appreciate you calling. I didn't even need to get up on my solar scam soapbox i know i was all ready for it man i think i think gary even had the tunes queued up for you Uh, i just wanted to say that uh 
you know, often our homeowners help each other. So I get a lot of texting and phone calling and yeah. emails and stuff going on. But the um, the lady who called in about um, the paint in Sun City, yes, another lady from Sun City called in to say, you know, if you are part of a HOA, a lot of times everybody will get their houses done at the same time and yeah. they save money that way, yeah. you know. Uh, as opposed to just a one-off. I don't know if she was in an HOA, but that was a pretty good tip. That is a good tip. Very good tip. And you need your colors approved. <laughs> yeah. In an HOA. That, that's true. I mean, there's, you know, whatever. That APS <laughs> thing, that's the first time I've ever heard of that. I don't think SRP does that. Uh, I, You know, and I, Gary, I'm going to have to tell you, I don't know. And I'm an SRP customer. I'm going to check on that. But I do know APS rolled that out. Okay, let's go to Happy Valley and welcome Jim into the conversation, see how we can help Jim in this hour of Rosie on the House. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I've got a fairly simple problem. Um, In my kitchen, the house was built in 2003. Um, It has a crack where the drywall sheets are taped together. It's not a very big crack. It's right where the tape is, and my dilemma is, do I call a painter to take care of that or a drywall person to take care of that? Is this on it's a probably out- about – no, it's on the inside, okay. the inside of the kitchen. Okay. Um, but it's, it's about seven or eight feet long, and I've done it before, but I this is – you know, it's real visible. Okay. Mom's not going to be happy if I don't do it perfectly, so – well, the only person I know that can repair a drywall seam perfectly, where it absolutely becomes completely invisible, there's only one man, and it's Rick Thompson. We call him the drywall wizard. And uh, you can find him on our website, rosieonthehouse.com. Uh, I, I, know, uh, I know he's backed up a little bit. I know he stays pretty busy. But if you want a perfect drywall repair, that can never be seen or detected as a patch. The drywall wizard, Rick Thompson, is the man for you. So I'm gonna, let's put Jim on hold. Jennifer's picking up another call right now. But, Jim, she'll get on the line and give you uh, Rick's phone number. So I wanted to talk a little bit. We were talking about uh, the fact that APS uh, rate is going to go up. Uh, 12 bucks. There's a lot of people using that to establish scare tactics into having you uh, convince you to purchase things that you may not need. So be real careful about that. I'm receiving notices in my mail- mailbox every day about the price increase and what I need to buy to offset it. I just can't figure out how spending $3,800 on any one particular item gives me a return on investment. For a bill, it's going to go up $12 a month. Anyway, okay, that's another topic. Let's talk about landscape trends because that's what we mentioned in our newsletter was we were going to cover this particular hour. Uh, and I want to cover it a little bit when we get back. Some landscape trends of what we're seeing in 2023 for Arizona homeowners all across the state when we get back. up the last segment of our Rosie on the House Saturday morning program. Let's see if we can take uh, Tom real quick, and then we'll get to the landscaping trims and wrap up the show. Tom, real quick, how can Hello. I help you? 
Yeah, well, let me just say a quick question. Um, uh, I have a water heater, a 40 gallon ring I installed 12 years ago, and I just uh, heard uh, that you're, you're supposed to drain them, and I haven't drained it. It gives me plenty of hot water, uh, but somebody said, he told me if you drain it, it's going to leak. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, if ands and buts, it will leak if I drain it. And oh. another quick question why will they leak if you drain them? Okay. Uh, I'm going to take you down, Tom, because I'm going to give you a speed answer. Put on your seatbelt. This is Water Heater 101 uh, at, the, at the speed of light. If you have never drained a water heater after 12 years, I probably wouldn't drain it. I might flush it, but I would never let the, all the water drain completely out of it. Fiberglass lining inside that tank is being held in place by the water pressure, the hydrostatic pressure, the 40 gallons that's in there. You're going to cool that off. Then you're going to drain it, take all the pressure off of it, and then you're going to drain it. You're going to flush it. The fiberglass is cooling back off. Then you're going to fill it back up, put the pressure back on it, and start heating it back up. If that that fiberglass has any minuscule problem with it at all, you've just exacerbated and you're going to create a problem. If when people tell me they've, they've flushed their, their, their water heaters draining or leaking, I always ask them, have you drained it recently? And many, many times they've done a self-drain and a self-clean following the instructions that are in the manufacturer's manual. But that is if you do it every year. Okay, so if you're going to flush your water heater, open the valve, keep the water turned on at the top and just let the water run until it runs clear. But don't drain it. At that point, you can do a pressure lock and turn the water heater valve off, supplying the water heater. You can replace the elements if you want or replace the thermostat. And then you've basically rebuilt it. I don't tell people to test the pressure relief valve because if you test the pressure relief valve and there's any mineral buildup in there at all, it's going to stick open. And now you've got to run back to the hardware store, pick up the pressure relief valve and get that put in. So there you go. Water heater 101. I don't think I've ever heard you talk that fast there's before. A lot, well, there's a lot. There's a lot. Water, pour a water heaters. They're the most <laughs> ignored appliance in the house. And yet they still do their job. And, and you count on them how many times a day to do their job? Well, good answer. All right. So... Where do you want to go from here? I, I thought you had, I'm sorry. I, well, thought, I wanted to go to Landscape Trends. You had to okay. wrap up? It's up to you. Okay. Let me just jump okay. to Landscape Trends right here. Uh, occasionally at Rosie on the House, we recruit our certified partners and put all their brains together to come up with an article. And we recruited Aaron Merkow from Core Landscaping in Gilbert, uh, Chris Wellborn from Vicente Landscaping up in Prescott, and Mark Wetland from CYC Landscaping also in the Phoenix metro area over in Mesa. And we talked about the trends in landscaping. And, and, and bar none, they all agreed. The number one is people start the conversation in redoing their landscaping with the number one topic, water conservation. How can I uh, transfer to xeriscaping, uh, low-use water plants, or even synthetic grass? One of the most popular trends in landscaping right now. Also, new technology, irrigation clocks that know it's been raining for the last week so they don't turn on and waste a whole bunch of water. That's really smart. And then hard surfaces. We've all but replaced concrete patios and sidewalks with pavers, and for good reason. The other thing that's trending big is we're not just doing a ceiling fan uh, and a transistor radio for the outdoor entertainment kitchen area. We're building in full sound around, sound systems, lighting systems, 
cooling systems, heating systems, virtually turning that back patio, that back dining area into an extension of your home. And that I, I, that's basically the way Jennifer and I have lived for the last 25 years at our home. And our back patio literally is an extension of our kitchen and family room. And you can just flow in and out of it as easy as pot. So that kind of wraps up everything I've got. What are your takeaways for the day? Well, I do want to say that article is worth reading. It's got some really great tips if you're kind of thinking through what you might want to do this summer. Take a look at all of it and make like a grand plan. On that landscaping trend. Yeah, trends. and just start, with, start from there. Uh, as far as Renaissance tickets, yeah. uh, be watching your text. If you won, you've just received an email that says uh, send your in- info to our email at info at com, and we'll get those shipped out to you. Um, so 9 o'clock we talked about Realtors, right? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Buying so, so, that say, first home. Say that word. Re- Realtor? Yeah, that one. So of all the things I got, I, <laughs> that we got comments on, is it's Realtor. Realtor. No, Realtor. Realtor. There you go, Realtor. Realtor. <laughs> I think I'm putting an extra A in there. Is that Realtor? You're just, you're just transposing a couple of letters. Anyway, Ooh. I'm sure everybody knew what you are talking about. Yeah, I would hope so. People, <laughs> people still criticize me for the way I say windows. Uh, windows. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Criticize me all you want. I'll still show up every Saturday for you, the Arizona homeowner, and do what I can to spread the information Rosie Wright. The information you're getting from us is Arizona-specific, and it's based on nearly 50 years of building and remodeling Arizona homes from Tucson to Quartzsite to Prescott to Flagstaff and all over the Phoenix metro area. Rosie on the house.